uh, Billy Napier's first press conference as a Gator. I stood in the exact same spot for Napier's that I did for Mullins. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I, I, I don't think you have any influence over the world. I wouldn't think I would. Of Billy Napier. And I'm sure Billy Napier doesn't think so. He shot down my one question. You see yeah, that? that was a bad question. Well, it was. A, here's the thing. <laughs> I wanted to ask him about his dad. Okay. Yeah. And um, Zach beat you Zach to beat it. me to it. And again, his dad's story is a tragic story. He died of ALS. He was a great dad, apparently. And and I was going to ask him about that. And then I had this backup question. And that so I ended up asking the backup question, and it went nowhere. And it just I missed my point. And then I found out apparently you couldn't hear me on TV anyway. So yeah, your mic wasn't on. No, it was on. They just no, it wasn't on. Work. It didn't work. You were the only person that didn't have the mic working. I did. Well, I didn't. It's not my job to I make know. the mic. Work. Right. You should just give it to you and talk. I I shouldn't be even going to press conferences. That was my first in person press conference since before the season mm-hmm. when we went to Mullen. And I was like, halfway through it, I was like, like it was so great to see so many good people. Like, there were big-time boosters there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Hugh Hathcock very well because I see him out of distance. Set two rows he, in front of you. He is about as big as they get. Um, His wife's not too shabby either. That's a story I'll tell you later. But um, <laughs> but uh, uh, somebody came up to me. I, I'm, I'm, if I screw his name up, God bless me. I'll probably ruin my life forever. But I think his name was Tom Johnson or Tim Johnson. And he said, you know, he his name's on a lot of buildings around here, right? Big time booster. And he came up and he tar- started talking about how, many, how much he misses me in the paper. So it was good to see all those people. And good to see the coaches, Jenny Rowland, uh, Mandy O'Leary, um, were there. So I'm surprised more weren't there, to be honest with you. It was Sunday. Okay. What? You get Sundays off in Florida? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yes, you do. I think Billy's taking any off. Billy he, Napier. He looked tired, as he should. He be. did because he apparently a long day. His deal was he worked a lot on his team and a lot on Florida, and he said he got five hours sleep for a, like a lot of days in a row. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. That's tough. I know. That's all I get. And I come in here and piss excellence every day. Yeah, but you're not trying to coach a football team. You're not trying to yeah, but I'm deal trying, with 85 individuals. Yeah, I got to deal you're with you. You're dealing with about 10. I got to deal with you. Well, 11. <laughs> so that's a little difficult. Um, but I'm sure, I can leave right now. I'm sure everyone that is listening right now has uh, at least heard the snippets or actually listened to the press conference here on WRUF. And, you know, obviously everybody's going to win a press conference. But it, it no, was, no, no, no. Don't say that. You don't Nobody think? ever wins a press conference. Well, they they say all the things that they're supposed to. So you're going to leave a press conference by thinking. I don't think he thinking, did, though. I think he says some things that a lot of Gator fans are going to be upset about. Like what? Like, we're not going to sign anybody in the early yeah. signing period. He's Like, yeah. don't get caught up in the four and five stars. Yeah, that one was the one maybe that. <laughs> but he, you know, Gator fans go, wait, we yeah, thought but, we were bringing you in here to get all the four yeah, and five stars. you know stars. he's not like that. And I think he's kind of setting the stage for implementing what he wants to do. And listen, the guy's going to have a $5 million budget 
just to assemble a recruiting staff. Yeah, and seven and a half for the coaches. Yeah, which is the and second most and, in all of college football. Yeah, and they're paying seven and a half to him. Florida clearly, and again, because I, I mentioned those two boosters that were there, Florida clearly went to their people and go, look, are you, are you tired of this crap? Mm-hmm. You want to get great? We've got a guy, and we think he's going to do what, what get Florida back to where they need to be. And we need some money, though. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's much doubt that that happened, uh, where they went to their biggest boosters and got the you know some money. What would know. you guess they got? Out of? Out of the one name you mentioned. Uh well I know he gave twenty grand or twenty million recently to Florida for scholarships and stuff like that so I'm sure they got whatever they wanted okay I mean he's he's really he's a, he <coughs> excuse me I think he may be the bull gator right now Hugh Hathcock he really might be he's he made a fortune on a technology company which I don't even I, I know the guy from being at um, in Destin and speaking there and gotten to know him a little bit, you know. Um, but he's – and he's willing to spend the money. He wants, he wants Florida to get back to that. Now, again, this is all total conjecture for me. It's all just my I, – I don't know anything. It could be that Florida went, well, we're going to get – 60 million from the FCC but if I was Mandy O'Leary or uh, Jenny Rowland or uh, Tim Walton I would go does this mean you guys are only going to spend money on on football from now on because I mean it is a big chunk of the budget that's going towards football which most schools do which Clemson has done, which is why their other programs have fallen off. But not you don't have to do it, especially if you've invested in your coaches, which Florida has. Sully's got a 10-year deal. Tim Walton's got a 10-year deal. Um, Mouse has a 10-year deal. Uh, who else? There's, I think there's one other coach that has a 10-year deal. Well, you don't know anything. What do I, why am I looking at you? Anyway, go ahead. I know a lot. I'll tell you off the air. Um, and the coaching carousel continues with Mario Cristobal uh, now going to Miami today, which is just a, a joke how they it, it did is, that. Pretty pretty bad. It is so Miami. Yeah. Basically waiting to fire a guy until the other guy said yes and negotiating and doing all this stuff without firing the guy. But they would have strung him along. If Cristobal had said no, they would have kept him and – so it's typical Miami, and, and it's kind of crappy for, for what inevitably happened Everything there. they do is crappy. Yeah, always yeah. is. But obviously you're going home if you're Cristobal, place you played and coached. And, and his mom's yeah. suffer. I get why he's going there. Sure. I don't get why they had to do it the way they did it. Yeah. I it, don't it, get that. It could have easily been. But you don't have an athletic director, I guess, so you're trying yeah. to figure it out. And then it's the, good to uh, have an athletic director. The greatest news of the weekend, of course, Georgia losing, not winning the SEC championship, getting pounded, and Kirby goes right back to not being able to coach again. So we'll talk about that it was and many fun. other things. It was the most fun Alabama game I've ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> and that includes some wins by Florida over Alabama. That was 
I would never been a bigger Alabama fan in my life. Yeah. And they just every it felt like every play you thought they might score or every play they and this is the opposite of what we thought it would see mm-hmm. it would be. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Credit Nick Saban yet again. Yeah. And he's Shocking. got a really good quarterback and, and made it happen. So plenty to talk about, certainly. Three nine two eight two five five is the number. Let's get uh, Jake before we step aside for the first time and uh, get it going. Jake, what's up? Hey, uh, Pat, I wanted to know if you've uh, decided to vote for Bryce Young for Heisman now. I can't comment on that because if I did, I would lose my Heisman vote. But I oh, vote. Okay. I voted for uh, a quarterback first, uh, is all I will tell you. Well, that's From the good. state of Alabama. That, uh, other than that, though, yeah, I can't yeah. tell you anything else. I understand, Well. From the eyes of me, who's just a, one of the greatest armchair quarterbacks ever born, that's one of the most unbelievable performances I've ever seen. Especially, I mean, I know the guy's, quote, a redshirt freshman, but he carved him up like you want to carve up a turkey. I mean, the guy was incredible. That's all well, there was to it. Yeah, do you know how I used, I was saying all along that Georgia picked the right year to have their best team, right? Well, Bryce Young certainly picked the right game to have his best game. And he picked the right year to be a freshman trying to win the Heisman Trophy because there was nobody else. And, look, he's going to win the Heisman. There's not much doubt about it now. And we went into the last weekend going, crap, if Georgia stifles him the way everybody else does, no, he he ain't going to win it. He may name finish in the top three. Um, yeah, you know, I I will tell you, Kenny Kenny Pickett snuck on my ballot too. Yeah, Pickett, he's good too. But the irony of this is, uh, he could end up stinking up the field the next time because the irony of it is, number one plays number four, right? Yeah. So Alabama's going to play Cincinnati, clobber them. Uh, you would think Georgia's going to. Uh, everyone thinks of Michigan so good, but I think that. Uh, Kirby will come back and he'll put a hurt on uh, Michigan. So here we go again. It's Alabama and Georgia for the for the championship. Kind of like how we were against Florida State back in that in that yep. uh, day where they beat us in the regular season. Then we stomped them fifty five to twenty one or whatever it was. So fifty two to twenty. Uh, that's a beer out at Spurrier. So I can tell you that. But uh, I yeah, will say this. Go. Yeah, uh, I don't really want to see it. An Alabama Georgia rematch. I'd rather see something else, but if they do play, then roll tide. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. And I, I think the same thing too. But anyway, I thought it was a really, really special game, and uh, I'm glad to hear that most people think that uh, Billy Napier's been chosen as the right guy. So uh, go Gators, and I guess go Tide. That's where I'm looking. All at. right, Jake. Thanks. Thank you. No, he look. Everything that he said, um, I think, was fairly comforting, except, as we mentioned before, talking about this class is not going to be anything special, this recruiting class. I think people thought he would walk in here and start getting five stars left and right. Uh, it's going to be a process. It's going to take a while. And, and you it. like what he said, too, about yes. how we need to learn them, they need to learn us. We're not going to yeah. just go 
get engaged within two weeks and that be like a guy's decision then potentially for the rest of their life. I get the impression that he's thinking the second signing period may be uh, big – like a lot of guys may wait because Correct. of all this coaching stuff that's going on. I think that and then he's going to kind of rely on the yeah. transfer portal. And he's going to kind of build a team for now. But he then the next year is when you'll you Correct. would hope make the impact to see the impact. And that would uh, when you would have him. you would be able to walk people into that uh, facility. Uh, new facility. Yeah, it would behoove him to wait, and that's what he will do. Behoove. That's right. We'll take a break. Come back and uh, get more of your phone calls. 392-8255. Mike's here today taking those calls. Let's get after it. Sonic Sound Off Monday here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. Gators head coach Billy Napier has hit the ground running. Florida announced today that the team will be adding Mark Hockey as the associate head coach and Director of Football Strength and Conditioning. Hockey follows Napier from Louisiana along with co-defensive coordinator and safeties coach Patrick Toney, running backs coach Jabbar Jaloup, and offensive analyst Ryan O'Hara. Moving to the court after dropping their first game of the season, Gators basketball fell to number 20 in the AP poll. They'll look to bounce back tonight at home against Texas Southern. Coverage starts right here at 525. Once that game is over, you can catch the Monday Night Football matchup between Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. That's all for your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, mealypops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com. And we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation. And as always, go Gators! Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. 
Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldenLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldenLaw.com or the Melden Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you. When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Because I know you can shank it. It happens. You just take your coins from your right pocket, put them in your left pocket, and then you get back on track. I was watching Bull Durham last night. It's good. It's a good movie. Uh, we are Way not better than for love of the game. Not even close. But they're very close. No, they're not even close. They're both very good baseball movies. All right, we are not doing a complete show today. We're off the air in about an hour because Florida basketball will continue to uh, play its schedule dun, tonight dun, 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 at home. Dun, dun. So, yeah, we'll be off about 520-ish, 525. will be there. Somewhere in there. So make sure you listen to Florida basketball tonight with uh, the voice of the Gators. Hello again, everybody. Yeah, I got a real real good story about this real quick because it's okay. awesome. So we know how good Lee – and Lee Humphrey is the color guy if you don't listen to radio, by the way. He should. Lee's great. So Lee is the all-time. I know the I know the stat. Okay, yes. made Lee more threes in the history than anybody of the else NCAA in the history tournament. of the NCAA yeah. tournament. Yeah. So you would think you'd know who that is, right? So the other day, 
the Gators are at shoot around and Lee's just out there messing around. Lee looks scruffy right now. He's got this he's got big, big old beard. beard. Yeah. You can like barely run like he's looks like almost like a bum. And he starts making threes. <laughs> and this is like shoot around and none of the guys know who he is. <laughs> so they all are like looking around is like, who is this dude? So then he just starts going and going, makes one, makes one, makes one. And they're all like counting now. He makes 25 threes in oh a row. God. And these guys are like, who the fuck is this guy, you know? And it was it was just so awesome. So it was like the highlight of uh, He is uh that I mean there is a nat there is something in his DNA. Yeah. That can shoot that shot. And I can't believe that he could do that now. So they they know who he is now. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. No, he's uh like I don't know that uh, Florida wins one national championship, let alone two, without yeah, Lee. Without how great he was, he was unbelievable. Especially in the uh, when they got to the, uh, you know, the the final fours, both of them. He just literally every time they needed a shot, and it was always cool to t- to talk to the players that played with them. And Lee would miss a couple of shots, and he would be hesitant. And they would go, Lee, keep shooting. Yeah. We need you to make shots. We we need you to keep shooting. Shoot until you make one. Yeah. And and that that is a great thing about that team. That's why I I don't know that I don't love the it's a double negative, by the way. The O six, O seven basketball teams more than any team ever to play at Florida. Even more than O six football, which is I don't. I don't know that I haven't really examined that feeling. Yeah. With Danny and James Bates, one of my favorite people in the world, uh, all the guys on that team. I love those guys. And then the you know oh six and oh eight, great teams, but not compared to that oh six oh seven basketball. They were good for sure. All right, let's get uh, some calls three nine two eight two five five. Talk about uh, this uh, Napier dude and. Anything else you want to chat about as uh, Kevin joins us next? Kev, what's up? Hey, guys. How are y'all? Awesome. So, listen, you know, I got my, my – so, basically, the game Saturday. To me, uh, you know, they talked a lot of crap about Alabama national media. Everybody just thought Georgia was going to wipe the, the turf with Alabama. And, you know, but Georgia hasn't been popped in the nose like they were Saturday. Uh, you know, they've not really had any close games all year long. I think they had a close one with Texas a and until their quarterback went down. But uh, I think they played. But anyway, no, they didn't play this year. So they didn't play. No, they really didn't. I mean, the closest game they had early was Florida, when they were up right. three nothing with two minutes to go in the in the first half, and then right. all those bad things happened for Florida. But no, they that was the key was for Alabama to get on top and make them play a game they weren't comfortable with. Well, it's just like Alabama. Everybody, you know, don't get me wrong. We got a lot of young kids out there playing this year. I really didn't think we was going to get this far this year because, I mean, I knew we had a first-year quarterback, even though despite his five-star rating and everything, and I knew he was supposed to be really good. But, I mean, I, me as a personal Alabama fan, I was not expecting to get this far. I thought we had some really tough challenges ahead of us this year, and I thought we just wouldn't have the experience on the field. So we were doing a lot of inconsistent play all throughout the year, a lot of drop balls, just stupid mistakes throughout the year, which is just not a typical coach, saving coach team. You know, so we were always doing these things that were not consistent with Alabama football. And, you know, and then this time, you know, they thought they were going to kill us because we had such a hard time against Auburn. But, you know, 
if you know any of the history with that Auburn and Alabama games, and we all know the pick, the kick six, we should have three-peated that year and kicked Florida State's butt that year, but it didn't happen. But that's because the craziest stuff happens during those games. So I think that because Alabama has been under such uh, – not controversy, or had such uh, close games this year – they were ready for any type of fight that came across. You know, they had. Yeah, but I, Georgia, I do think Georgia was. you have to understand that every game is its own game. What Florida yeah. – I mean, what Florida does against Georgia has nothing to do with Florida does against Missouri. What Alabama did against Auburn had nothing to do with what they would do against Georgia. I mean, they no. probably, maybe even mentally, got a little bit of ahead of, ahead of themselves in terms of even though the Iron Bowl is the Iron Bowl – of knowing what they had to do. Uh, I, I give them credit. I mean, they, he look, this guy is the greatest college football coach in the history of the game. Amen. And think about that. Think about the fact that the only argument that you can have with whether Nick Saban is the best college football coach in the history of the game is you could throw Bear Bryant in there. Yeah, another guy that why, the same school. Why at this little town, yeah. little tiny city in Alabama, has it been in, so incredible? It's hard to kind of figure it out sometimes. Why, why not Auburn? Why not, uh, why not Athens? Why not uh, Knoxville? Why not any of these other cities? Have they been able to do it? They got the right guy. And that's what it, it comes down to. Right. Well, you know, my whole thing is, is you know, uh, you know, to be honest with you, when, I, when they first hired Nick Saban, a lot of the fans were not happy about it they, because he was not the typical Alabama head football coach that they've had in, you know, 70s, 80s, and early 90s. You know, because he, you know, right off the bat, he cut off all the, the alumni. You weren't allowed to oh, yeah. practice. I mean, it, he cut everybody off. Yeah, that's the way he does it, though. Yeah, and I'm going to run this ship the way I want to run it, and if you don't want to let me do that, then I'm not coming. So, of course, it kind of set odds with the fans base and, and him right off the bat. But, man, his second year, he, he turned everybody's head around. They were fine with him at that point. Well, and, and the know, neat part now is if you watch him, I mean, he's got big old smiles on his face. I, and, and I love it. I love it. I, I, I love the new Nick Yeah, he, he's been awesome. It's and been he great. is so different this year than yeah. I've seen him in any years past. And maybe he's just enjoying it a little bit more now. Maybe knowing he's probably within five years of retiring. Who sure. knows? Maybe who knows? But I mean, he's not going to be there forever. So Alabama's going to have their downs soon enough. But you know, for right now, I'm enjoying it, and I'm just glad we're going to the playoff again. And got two Heisman Trophy winners this year. I hope. There you I mean, go. From last year and this year, so I really hope uh, Bryce wins it. I hope. Hopefully he's a shoe in, but you know you never can tell. But oh, I do. And the crazy part would be he would be the first Alabama quarterback to ever have won. I know that yeah, is we've crazy. We've had some greats come through there. We really yeah. have. No and, doubt. You know, and, and yeah, I but you know a lot of them were great in the pros, but not so much, so much in college. Like Stabler right. was a good, but not like you wouldn't consider him a Heisman. Namath yeah, was man. never a Heisman candidate. Well, um, did he get sit sit down for the bowl yeah, game this year for he something did. he did? Well, he yeah he was uh, involved in shockingly in going out to a club when he wasn't supposed to. Well, real quick, I don't think Cincinnati's gonna be a cakewalk. It might be, but I just don't think it's gonna be a given. I'm sure Saban will have him ready for that. Uh, I think Michigan plays right into Georgia's wheelhouse as far as the defense is concerned. Uh, it should be a really good game. But if you know if they can get past Michigan, if we can get past Cincinnati. It will be another, you know, dogfight. But, I, you know, even 
I just think it'll still be in Saban's favor because he he just knows Georgia. I mean, it's it's, it's prototypical. I mean, it's almost a carbon copy of Alabama's football program. But right. anyway, I, I think I think it'll still be another good game if we do play him again for the national title. But I'm not looking past that. I want to beat Cincinnati first. All right, but Kevin. You guys have a good day, man. Yep, you too. Thank you. Right. Appreciate you. Let's uh, get Matt. I thought you were going to say you want to be UCF or no, not that. Matt, what's up? Georgia is just – they have losing in their DNA. That's the difference. <laughs> That's right. They're a bunch of losers. I, I was so happy Saturday, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it was great. I hate Alabama, but I was rooting for them. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, – yeah, I, I forgot what I was even calling about. That was a good call by that guy. I normally can't stand listening to Alabama fans. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for them, man. We were all Alabama dude. fans on Saturday. Yeah, we were. Um I will say this. I don't know if Napier can coach a lick. I really don't. But I do see this. I see a guy that's pretty organized, um, very thoughtful with his responses. And I just, I just, I get a feeling that he's going to do things really the hard way in the way that they need to be done versus just, you know, resting on his laurels or just taking the shortcut. I really think he's going to be thorough. And, uh, and, 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 you know, like you guys mentioned earlier, it doesn't hurt to have, uh, you know, $20 million annually, you know, to, to help you. Um, so uh, with all that, I just I feel really good. And I, I was impressed with the press conference, probably because we've had a couple goofballs, you know, the last two coaches we've had that have gotten up there and, I really was impressed. He did not mention Clarabel at any yeah, he point. Didn't. Well, yeah. and I just I think the accountability from from all of it and him saying that, you know, hey, we're going to make sure everybody does it the right way, dresses the right way, walks the right way, just mm-hmm. uh, you know, just the way there's, that they go through There's going to be a lot routine. of wake up calls for some. Yeah, guys. and that's yeah. The, which I think is great because I think there's a lot of guys that just half assed a, a bunch of stuff and they just went through the motions. It didn't mean anything, and there was no repercussions for it. So I think these initial meetings when he's talking to the kids is going to be pretty intense and and i also like the fact that he said I, I think he said this in the press conference or maybe it was on the side i don't know when listening to him but he said he encouraged all the current players to call some of the kids that were at louisiana and and let them know what they're in for right because right. it's not going to be easy and he's going to come in and clean house and make sure that everybody's doing it the right way and obviously that needs to be done i'll tell you one of the best responses i had i thought was for Pat's question, and he just honestly, he was he was honest. He didn't BS a response. True. He said honestly, I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> I thought it was a good question, but it wasn't a great question. Let's put it that way. No, but it but it was a great response because honestly, I mean, the guy's thorough. He has a plan, and he hasn't gotten to that yet. Yeah, he ain't got to the point where he's got to play Georgia. He ain't got to the point where he's got to play Tennessee. And maybe it was a dumb well, question in last, that regard. Well, the last two coaches we've had kind of – they come across as used car salesmen. Like they're trying to sell. They're trying to oversell their hand and what they're doing and, and pump excitement. And this guy was just very calm. He just said, look, this yeah. is what we're going to do, and we're going to be thorough. Now, with all that being said – Well, did you watch the game Saturday? He, he was as under a control – coaches I've ever seen in a tight game on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, and I like the fact that, you know, he focuses on all three phases. He's not – it doesn't look like he's going to have a weakness. And if there is one, this is what I like about him. He'll cut you in a heartbeat. I mean, he'll cut he'll cut coaches loose. Yep. And if they're not doing what and they players. need to do, moves on. Exactly. So, and you know, everybody's going to act the same way, dress the same way. You know, those little things. I, I just think there's going to be a sense of accountability, and I think that's going to – Give everybody a sense of pride, even if we're not, even if we don't get the results right off the bat, which we won't. I mean, you're looking at probably eight. It's going to be a process, yeah. But if we can start making strides in in, in the right direction and we're not embarrassing ourselves, then I think people will appreciate that. Now, I'll say this. I mean, today he's over there in Louisiana. He's talking to, you know, the uh, citizen kid, top running back in the country, and Walker Howard, top quarterback in the country. I mean, he's going after these guys, and we'll see what happens. But uh, I was extremely impressed with him, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, there are no guarantees. I mean, we don't know if he's going to be successful at it. We know that Scott Strickland likes his plan, that this was part of what – and Scott told us this, and again, I don't want to misquote him. We had a little bit of time uh, afterwards to talk to him, and he said, look, the other coaches didn't ask for these things. You know, they weren't asking for this army that he wants to bring in. And and Scott, I think, in his mind, kept thinking, why is Alabama so good? Why is Georgia so good? Why are all these other programs? At Ohio State, which has set the template with a guy who came from Florida, who went up there with Urban Meyer and has done an unbelievable job of setting the template of what an, a recruiting office should look like. Why can't we look like that? And then Billy Napier and him are talking. He goes, here's what I want to look at. He goes, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I think there was this kind of – and then the bromance started. It, it's, it's Those guys are in love with each other right now. I'm in love with Matt Stafford. He helped me win my fantasy last night. I'm done with fantasy. Big time. Okay, just so you know. Thank you, Matt Stafford. Done. Always love Johnny C, too, so let's talk to him. What's up, Johnny C? Come on, man. Listen, how y'all doing today? Listen, it's been a while since the call, but I figured I'd just, just chime in like everybody else, chime in on the new hire. I um I appreciate the press conference. You know, the guy was very measured in, measured, measured in his responses, which I, I appreciate that. You know, he was very, um, matter of fact, he, he didn't, to me, he just told you what he was going to do. He didn't kind of, you know, give pins off that, what you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. Well, you know, the guy, like he said, it's third and, what, what did he say about the fourth quarter? He says, um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, I'm 60-something. He said, you're getting in the game with three minutes left in the game. I'm talking about recruiting. So the guy was very, you know, he was realistic about things, but he's out recruiting, am I right? Yeah, but I wonder if if Gator fans were happy when he said, don't worry about four and five stars, that's meaningless. <laughs> and when he said, we're probably not going to sign anybody this, uh, I'm sure they you know lost their minds at that point. My grandma used to say, I bet you could hear a rat blank on cotton when he said that. He said pee on cotton. But anyway, but yeah, it, it, it kind of got quiet, I guarantee you. And another time it got quiet was when he said, I don't know if you talked about this, that, you know, about Coach McElwain. He said, yeah, Coach McElwain. Yeah, when he brought him up, he, he almost lost everybody. Woo! 
Joe, stop. You know, but but the guy, I, I just like his his demeanor, and and I'm glad you said he's been not sleeping much because people go, oh, he looks so lethargic. No, I just think he was measured with his comments, and I, and I think um, coaches that have come before him, yeah, everybody, uh, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with any of the coaches, really. I mean, I love y'all. People can talk about Dan Mullen negatively if they want to, but I think he's an excellent play caller. That was never his issue. You find out that it was about him. His, his energy to recruit, you know, I, I personally, I, I think Mullen's going to be successful somewhere else. Maybe he learned from this experience. Um, Mr. Pat, you said that Coach Strickland um, um, said Dan Mullen and them didn't ask for, they didn't ask for much, I guess. I don't know how y'all were saying it. He didn't so ask for the things you, that, that um, I mean, their, their recruiting budget, I mean, I'm sorry, their assistant coach budget, for example, was six point one eight million. Now it's seven point five. But he didn't ask for a lot of the things that that Billy's asking for because I think I don't think for some reason Dan never got that recruiting was how big a deal recruiting was, and mm-hmm. Billy certainly that is what he is. That's the reason they're bringing him in. It's not because of what how good a coach he is. It's how mm-hmm. good of a recruiter and how good of an organizer he is. That's, well, I was just saying that to say this. Well, didn't Scott Strickland have Dan Mullen in Mississippi State? Yes. Well, evidently he didn't ask for much then. I mean, well, because he, he, did, he didn't Mullen. need to win as much. He he was able to get the three star guys, coach them up enough, and go eight and four. And people thought he was God's gift to the coaching industry. So yeah, it's well, it's just it needs to be done differently here, and I think everybody understands that. Yeah, well, Dan learned his lesson, and, and I'm gonna hang up and take it off the air, but. I just want to get you guys um, take on the um, Saturday um, um, Dan Mullen on ESPN. And I'll take it off the air, guys. Y'all be good. All right. Take care. Thanks, yeah, Tennessee. saw a little bit of it. I mean, I knew he'd be good on that. I mean, but he was trying to break down how to beat Georgia. <laughs> like, I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He scored seven at the end of the game. He was trying to break down how to beat their defense. You scored seven at the end of the game only to keep you from getting shut out. He scored forty something last year. That's not the way. He, that's not the guy I want to. But anyway, he was good on I the air. So I, I don't know if that's him. what he. That, it, that's it, not what he needs to be doing. Yeah, is that his goal? No. is to be on TV. It better not be, because he's too good know. a coach. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to do that. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. Come back. Continue the conversation with uh, plenty more phone calls next on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. 
Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Chris Will. With early signing day around the corner, Gators head coach Billy Napier and his staff are on the recruiting trail today. Among those traveling for the Gators is new running backs coach Jabar Jaluk. He joins offensive analyst Ryan O'Hara, co-defensive coordinator Patrick Toney, and associate head coach Mark Hockey as those to follow Napier from Louisiana. Moving to the court, Florida men's basketball suffered its first loss last week, dropping them to number 20 in the new AP poll. The Gators will look to bounce back tonight against Texas Southern at home. You can catch the coverage right here at 525. Once that game is over, you can tune into the remainder of the Monday Night Football matchup between AFC rivals the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. There are so many great Gator fans out there that show up on Saturdays. They're losing their voices and making sure they do what they can to help the boys get a W. The Gator Collective was established as a way to create opportunities for Gator players in any sport and give you, the fans, exclusive content that nobody else can get. Something special is happening, and this is a chance for you to be a part of it. Check out everything you need to know and unite yourself with some of the best student-athletes there are. Log on today to thegatorcollective.com and start making a difference in Gator Nation. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. 
This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. There's a ton of great benefits to living out in the country. The space, the stars, the farm animals, and the ability to swim naked when need be. But the one thing that I found out that's not cool, when the septic stops, then there's a wee bit of a problem. Thankfully, I was able to call Newsom Well and Septic, and I was saved. This family-owned and operated business is the best, whether it's commercial or residential. They do well drilling, pump repair, pump outs, drain fields, septics, and they're available 24-7 if need be. Kyle and Josh Myers have been at it for as long as Dooley's been writing. So if your toilet don't swallow, give them a holler. Newsom Well and Septic. Remember the name because you'll certainly remember the results. As a small business owner, you've got aims to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every aim your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other aims, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Reward yourself or someone you love this Christmas with a stunning Rolex timepiece from International Diamond Center. IDC has the largest selection of luxury pre-owned Rolex watches in our history. It may very well be the largest selection in the entire country. Over 800 pre-owned Rolexes. Yes, 800. Our buyers have scoured the country and handpicked this unprecedented collection of flawless pre-owned Rolex watches. All the most popular and hard-to-find models. Submariners, Batman, Sea Dwellers, Pepsi, Zaychusts, Men's and Ladies timepieces in pristine condition. All IDC's pre-owned Rolex watches are priced to sell this Christmas. Easily competing with any store or online retailer. If you've dreamed of owning the premium name and timepieces, or if you're looking for the ultimate gift for someone special, you must see IDC's luxury pre-owned Rolex collection today. We have the watches no one else has. Visit our showroom or shop online anytime at shopidc.com. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. This Christmas, let's remember what's important. Spending time with family and friends. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Part of our holiday tradition is to gather around the TV and watch Christmas movies. What's your favorite? No matter if it's Elf or a classic like White Christmas, the experience is better in a home theater room. Give your family the perfect gift this Christmas from Electronics World, a custom-designed and installed home theater. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we busting through a Monday here on the tailgate. Duels and Dozo with you. Too easy today. We only have to go another 50, 40 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 35 minutes, yeah. Yeah, if you uh, missed it earlier, Gator basketball today, they'll uh, they'll start their pregame show about 525, so abbreviated show today. And then, of course, you can listen and see if the boys can get back on track. They dropped a 20th now in the AP poll. 
Yeah, they're playing a team that's 0-7 this year that was in the turn, not only in the tournament yeah. last year, but won a game in the tournament. So, I mean, but they obviously, I guess they lost a lot. I haven't researched it that much. Yeah. I just know they're 0-7. So. Yes, not too good start. All right, let's get uh, back to the phones and uh, chat with uh, a big basketball fan, but he's uh, all Gators all the time. That's Bo Gator. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. How y'all doing today? We're great. Man, I'll tell you what. Hey, uh, how long has Scott Strickland and Mullen been together that Mullen probably knew that Strickland wouldn't give him some more if he asked for it? And so that makes me kind of feel like Scott Strickland was just sending him out there to a knife fight, to a gunfight with a knife. No, no I don't, not I, that way at I all. don't think that's at all. I think he just didn't. He just didn't care to want to do he it. He didn't, yeah. what He... I think Dan yeah. Mullen got into the mode, especially, that he could win with anything. Yes. Whatever you gave him, whatever players you gave him, whatever whoever showed up on campus, whatever little recruiting he had to do, he was smart enough to win. And I think that's where he, he lost it. Yeah. Um, Scott, Scott Strickland is very innovative, always wanting to do more, help more, uh, do stuff for the fans, of course, and then for whatever program he can help, he'll do it. So I, I don't think that's but, it at all. Yeah, you look at it this way. I mean, the the, the budget for assistant coaches was six point one eight, I think. Well, and now it's seven and a half. They gave him more, but it didn't mean that you know that he that Florida was way down on the list in terms of assistant coaches. Yeah, but I mean that's the same place where Dabo Sweeney was in his fourth year when Clemson was ready to fire him, and then they gave him some facilities and other stuff. And well, he that's. Let, let me tell you what. This better be the last coach at Florida for a long time, or or Florida has basically um, going to be looking around three years and looking for another guy. I I don't think it will be. I think I think he's going to do a good job, and I think uh, he'll find a way to win some games that maybe uh, other coaches haven't. But the bottom line is, it's not like you're walking into a situation where the schedule is set up for you. You know, you start, you talk about next year. They open up with Utah. Yeah. And, and then yeah. play Kentucky. And I'm like, they could be easily 0-2, and, and then the Gator Nation will turn on him so fast, it'll be it'll be breathtaking. Oh, well, I thought, I thought you were going to say last coach for a while because you're going to run out of adjectives and stuff. But anyway. Well, Scott hey, Strickland had a so, few adjectives for him, didn't he? Yeah. Well, well the ones that kids can listen to. So I, I really think last week when the basketball team lost to Oklahoma, I think that pressure defense that we play, which is awesome, but we had a few games in a row really close to each other. I think their legs were kind of give out on them because the, the threes were just not even close. I mean, most of them is like, and I, I hopefully that's just something they're going to have to learn because, I mean, Let's face it, what, well, we're six games in, seven games in. They ain't really had time to work on that and get power through all that stuff yet. But Yeah, had some, man, had some time off now. They were four for 24 in that game against Oklahoma, and that's that's really where they lost the game. Um, yeah, that so, was, it was crazy. I mean, a lot of them, like I said, they were just – But they're not – they, they are going to be streaky all year. They're going to have games. They're, they're going to go to, like, South Carolina or somewhere, which South Carolina doesn't have a great team this year. And they're going to go three for twenty-three in a game, and they're going to lose a game like that. Um, but because they don't, they're not a great three-point shooting team. 
what they are is a streaky team, and they're going to have another game where they turn around and beat the number eight team in the country by knocking down threes at home. I mean, yeah. well, this is going to be a, a kind of an uh, – I think it's going to be a little bit of a topsy-turvy year like they've all been with Mike White, and hopefully they get better at the end of the year like they always have under Mike White, and they get in the tournament and they maybe can do some damage. i tell you what, though, the SEC, how about Alabama going out to Seattle and beating Gonzaga? Beat their ass. I watched the game. Yeah, it was uh, – I mean, what a day for Alabama. Yeah, beat, beat the number one football and number three basketball team in the same day. However, they still have not won both the football and basketball national championships in the same year, which only one school has done and did it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, fellas, y'all have a great day. Stay safe out there and go Gators. All right, Bo Gator, appreciate it. Let's uh, get Steve. So should I be rooting against Alabama football against No, because Alabama basketball is not going to win it. Steve, what's up? They might. They're pretty good. Hey, did Mario take the job at Miami? Yep. He did. Okay. Well, I was kind of confused, but that whole program's been confused. I think when Shillelagh was president down there, she wouldn't have cared if they had had a Tiddlywinks team. And I think there's been there's a big disconnect between the administration and the athletic department. I, it. I, I can't imagine why Mario would want to go down back into it. Well, I mean, his, his mom's sick, so you get to, to be back there. And, you know, I, they're going to give him $8 million to do it. I know Oregon would probably have given him some money, too. But it, it does sound like there's some boosters that are actually trying to, to build a stadium in Coral Gables. And <laughs> maybe, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Maybe do it right there where Coral Gables High School is. I mean, that's going to take a lot of money. Yeah, I just don't know if Coral Gables is going to allow that. So we'll, they we'll see. They haven't allowed it since Ron Frazier was the baseball coach there. I know they've been, and Howard Schnellenberger was the football coach. They've been fighting it. I, d- I don't think that'll ever happen. But for eight million dollars, I'd be the coach there. Yeah, and and get to be at the place you you played and coached and won a national oh, title I, at. No, no, I'm not a hurricane. You know that. No, I'm talking about him. $8 million, I'd put on a green coat and smile. Yeah. $8 million, you'd put on a green coat and smile. And anywhere but there. <laughs> no. Thanks, Let me tell you what. If they offered Jeff $100,000 a year to come to Miami and be an ambassador for the Hank Canes, there is no way he would take that Not job. doing it. No, no. way. No, I know he wouldn't, but for $8 million, he'd be their baseball coach, no, wouldn't he? No, he wouldn't do that either. I got a lot of pleasure oh, out of uh, Mary Wise whooping up on Miami this weekend in volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Wait, know. Did you do that game? Did you did the PA? Price. Yeah. So were you like, did you ever like give a fist pump during it? Or? Maybe a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was supposed to be partial. All right, Steve. Hey, top of the hour. We got to go. Thanks. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, big uh, win over the weekend. If you did not know, it was uh, win 1,000 for Mary yes, Wise, which very, is uh, very special. Uh, love Mary Wise to death. I don't think she's going to get 1002. Yeah. They uh, they go play the number one team in the country, Louisville. They're 30-0. and 0. Louisville. Louisville. At 1 o'clock on Thursday. How does Louisville get so good? Yeah. Weird time. Yeah, exactly. That is weird. How does Louisville get so good in volleyball? I mean, it's like all these schools are popping up being good and stuff. It's right? a cool arena. I don't know. And a cool city. I don't know. 
I like it a lot. Kentucky, regular Kentucky is good at volleyball too. Maybe it's just a, a hotbed uh, now. I, it must be. I we don't know. shall see. All right, Ryan will kick off hour number two, and then anybody else wants to get behind him, call us up, 392-8255. Come join us here on the tailgate.